Welcome to the Maria Liberati Show, where food meets art, travel, and life. What does food mean to you? This week, I have as my special guest, you know, he's become a regular, once a year, Frankie in Bergamo always comes on, and we have so much fun. He is an actor, chef, author, expert on Boston's North End, and he's going to be my special guest today. Last year, he came on when when it was Columbus Day, and he talked about all the special events going on and some special foods. And today, we're going to talk about the special things going on in Boston's North End for Christmas time, and some of the film projects he's been working on his book. And he's going to share with us a special recipe that's great for the holidays, also. So stay tuned for that. And I will give you some tips on how to cook healthier Italian dishes. People are always asking me if Italian food is really healthy. And it actually really is healthy if you know how to cook it in a healthy manner. It can be really healthy for you. After all, it's the Mediterranean diet. So I'll be sharing some tips for that. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. And I just want to remind everyone that I will be doing two wine pairing dinner events at the Ridgewood Winery in Bechtelsville, Pennsylvania on January 29th of 2023. That will be in the new year and February 10th. Uh, That will be a Valentine's Day themed dinner, wine pairing dinner. And you can sign up for those events online at eventbrite.com. If you have any questions about the events, you can email me at info at marialiberati.com. Each event will be a four-course dinner with wine. So it will be a wine pairing. They're going to have a charcuterie board also. Um, But yes, wine pairing their wine is is really wonderful and it's such a beautiful winery so just wanted to remind everyone stay with me and here are my tips on how to cook healthier italian dishes at home do you love classic italian dishes like pasta and pizza but hate how bloated unhealthy you feel after eating them while it is true that many italian dishes are loaded with carbs and fats you don't have to completely give up the foods you love here are a few tips that will help you to cook healthier versions of your favorite italian dishes tip one cook with less meat or don't use any real meat, you can use a meat substitute. One way to make your Italian dishes more healthy is to cook with less meat or a meat substitute. While meat often provides you with servings of protein, meats can also add lots of oils and fats to your food. Eating a lot of red meat in particular can increase your risk of developing diabetes, heart disease, or suffering from a stroke. If you still want the benefits of having protein in your food, try adding lean meats to your Italian dishes instead. For example, you could make spinach and chicken ravioli instead of spaghetti with ground beef, or you could use spinach and tofu in ravioli um, instead of spaghetti with ground beef. This will help your Italian dishes to have more nutrients and be healthier. And there are lots of meat substitutes out there. Not all of them are healthy, so just watch what the ingredient list says. Make sure you're eating 
healthy meat uh, substitutes. Use whole grain pasta. Many Italian dishes also have an unhealthy reputation because of the complex carbs that are in many of the foods. Complex carbs are found in white bread, such as pizza crust and many types of pasta. Eating too many of these carbs can increase your blood sugar and cause you to gain weight. If you still want to enjoy eating your pasta and bread, but don't want to eat so much white flour, which is really unhealthy for you, try using whole grains instead. Whole grains are packed with nutrients such as vitamins, iron, and fiber. There are many brands of whole grain and protein pastas that you can easily purchase. You can also buy or grind whole grain wheat flour to make your own bread, pizza crust, and pasta dough. And if you have to eat gluten-free, there are tons of choices out there today for gluten-free flours and gluten-free pastas the next tip is to add more vegetables this is my favorite tip i love vegetables and i i really bump up my dishes with a lot of vegetables another way to make your italian dishes healthier is to add more vegetables to your meals there are many creative ways to sneak more vegetables into your meals this is particularly helpful if you have a family full of picky eaters that don't always like to eat vegetables one easy way to add more vegetables to your italian dishes is to add the veggies to your pasta sauce you can dice and saute your veggies and add them to your sauce for a delicious chunky texture if you want the nutritional benefits of vegetables but don't love veggie chunks try cooking your veggies and blending them into your sauce you can also cook spinach and add it to almost anything your alfredo sauce, cheese tortellini, and traditional pizza could all benefit from the addition of some delicious cooked spinach. If you're extra brave, you can even make vegetable noodles out of squash or zucchini. So if you're trying to clean up your diet by eating healthier but do not want to give up Italian food, and you shouldn't, remember these tips. Make sure to cook with less meat, or no real meat and use healthy meat substitutes use whole grain pasta or gluten-free pasta if you have to eat gluten-free and add more vegetables these approaches will help you to make delicious and healthy dishes that your whole family will love and i will have these tips on my blog at marialiberati.com and the marialiberatishow.com if you didn't get a chance to write down those tips All right, today, my special guest, um, it's become a yearly thing with, uh, he's a good friend of mine, but he's also a talented chef and actor. You've seen him in a lot of movies and he's kind of our resident expert for Boston's North End, which is, I guess it's like your little, it's, do they consider it Little Italy, Frankie? Yes, it is. It's the Little Italy of Boston. Of Boston. And it's uh, Frankie in Bergamo. And uh, he's been, it's like a, a yearly tradition that he comes on and share some stuff with us. So we'll have some fun tonight. He's also going to share a recipe for chicken cacciatore from his book, The Good Life. So stay with us. He'll be sharing that recipe. Frankie, thanks so much for being here. And uh, I guess you were going to tell me. It was really Thank you for having exciting. me. Oh, you're welcome. 
So there's a documentary. Tell us about this new film that you might be doing. Yeah, there's a new film. That they're doing a life story documentary on, on Julia Child. As huh? you know, she was from Massachusetts. She lived in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Right. Um, and uh, they're doing a they're doing a documentary. That right now, we're in the process of filming in different areas of Massachusetts. Uh-huh. So uh, I might be getting, they're going to be wrapping in the next couple of weeks. So I, I'm hoping to get a part. I did get a call from the Screen Actors Guild. So we'll see what happens. And um, I'm working on that right now. We're getting ready for that. And uh, then we'll be having more movies after the holidays, like around February, March. Okay. Uh, we have like Adam Sandler's coming back to Boston. Uh, David O. Russell, the director. They're going to be doing some films here. Uh-huh. And we're also going to have uh, Jennifer Lawrence, I heard, was going to be coming here doing wow. a movie. So mm-hmm. we have some. Uh, we have a lot of movies in Boston. We we're pretty up there with New York. We're, we're, yes, we're doing pretty yes. good. We had like, um, gee, in the last like few years, we must have had at least twenty five movies in a couple wow. of years. And you've been. Uh, people don't know, but because uh, you're a character actor, so but you've been with a lot of. You appeared with Sandra Bullock, and uh, yeah. gosh, the list well, is goes on and on. Right? Tell us. Yeah, I was on. Uh, about, I've been in about 52 movies right now. Oh, since I, wow. I started doing this about 15 years ago. And, uh-huh. I, and I, I remember like the first couple of years, it was like maybe three or four movies. Then it, then it starts progressing. I uh-huh. think in 2009, I was in like 13 movies. Wow. In year, a lot. And then it starts to, you know, then the COVID hit us. That slowed us down a little, you know. Right, right. Of, Tell us about that. Can people still find that series that you were doing online? Is it called The Pisser Makers or something? Oh, that's that gone. We, we just did a matter of fact. I'm glad you mentioned that. My yes. uh, director, Chris Palermo, and I, we just did, a, we, we, we visited every episode and we did an audio podcast on every episode. So if you go to the Pizzer Makers, it's uh, P-I-Z-Z-E-R makers.com. You can go on YouTube or you can go on the Pizza Makers Facebook page and you'll see some videos. We have some audio. We just did some audio. He wanted to do a podcast on an audio, like zero in on each episode, which we completed three months ago. So that's on there. That's great. Yeah. That was a very popular popular web series because we got a, we we were in, um, we were written up in the Boston Herald. We had we were in a contest at the Child's Playhouse. We came in second place. Wow, um, wow. Yeah, if you haven't seen that series, you definitely need to uh, check it out. Yeah. So tell us what's happening in uh, Boston in the North End. Like anything you can tell us for Christmas, any specialties or any, you know, special things going on. Yeah, on December 11th, uh-huh. Every year they have they have uh, Santa Claus comes in on a helicopter and he lands in the, in the North End Park. It's a baseball oh, field. Oh yes. The North End on Commercial Street, and uh-huh. uh, he gets off the plane, the helicopter, and he has these people helping him. They, they give out uh, toys to all the kids. You know, and that's a traditional thing they do every year, and it's uh-huh. uh, sponsored by the NEAA, the North End Athletic Association. Yes, yes. They run the little leagues and all the sports in the North End for the kids. Yes, yes. That, that's so. Uh, that's a traditional thing they do every year. This year it's huh? like December 11th. Uh, oh, that's great. Do they have a Christmas tree lighting or anything like that? They do. Do they have a Christmas tree in somewhere they are? Yeah, they have. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, Boston Common. They every year they get a. a a sixty-foot tree from Nova Scotia. They drive. Oh. They they drive it in, and they it's going to be lit on December first. Uh huh. It's in the 
in the process. The Boston Common is one of the major public parks in Boston. It's a wow. really big, you know, there's a, uh, there's a swan bolts there in the uh -huh. summertime. They uh -huh. have, uh, and they have a, a baseball field there and a softball. They play softball there. And they have a tree every year. It's a tradition from Nova Scotia. And then Boston, they they incorporate, they they collaborate together, like and do different things together, you know? Uh-huh. So that'll be happening December 1st, lighting of the tree. Yeah. They have, they have a little event. They'll have music, refreshments, and people around there, you know. When they plug it in, they, everybody goes crazy with <laughs> all the lights. Oh, I'm sure. It must be beautiful. And then we have uh, we have Fenwell Hall Marketplace, uh -huh. Quincy Market, they call it. Yes. It all the stores and shops and restaurants, it's all decorated up. And then we have um, the seaport area. The seaport area is all the kind of high-end restaurants and everything's right. on the water. And uh, they have a lot of events down there, down there too. And, oh, wow. And they're not then on Hanover Street. We had the we had the, um, outdoor dining, but that had a but it, it had a came it came down November first. Oh, okay. Yeah. What about like any kind of um? I know there's a famous pizza place in the North End yeah. that you had told me about. What's that? What's yeah, up with that? I didn't place. get a chance to stop there yet, but yeah, it's called the Pizzeria Regina. That's know, it. That was that was the first brick oven pizza place in the country. Wow. So um, that's famous, Pizzeria Regina. And they have right. a few locations now. They branched out a little bit. We have one okay. here in my hometown, Medford, Mass. Okay. We have, uh, it's a little different than the, the original one only sells pizza, beer, and wine. That's it. No salad. Um, air pizza or is it the round pie? It's a round pie, yeah. Round pie. Round, oh, okay. Not, 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 the Sicilian place in the North End is called Umberto's, which is a famous place also. They have uh -huh. like the best weird Sicilian pizza. And they sell anachinis, they sell uh -huh. calzones, they sell a few products, you know. Wow. And, uh, the Regina Pizza, they kept it traditional. All they sold when they opened was beer, wine, and pizza. And it's uh -huh. still like that. That's the only the not then one, the original. They still do that yeah, then. They they, they kept have, the tradition. Yeah, now the one they have, they have one here in Medford, Mass. They have a few more around. And they, they have salads and they have pasta dishes. And, you know, it's like a regular restaurant. Right, right. right. Oh, that's uh, that's the way that is. That's a very famous place. Uh huh. I, think wow. I, sent you a, I sent you a couple of pictures before. You might, if you might have them still. I might. I have to take a. I have to no, take I'll a look. I'm pretty one. sure you did. I wanted I'll to try and stop there, one. and I. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you can, definitely, we'll yeah. put them. We'll put them up on the website for anybody that wants to uh, take a trip to Boston. It's such a beautiful yeah. place to be, especially at Christmas time. Sounds like it's a great. Yeah. It's like a mini New York City. It's like right. Philadelphia. Right, you know, right. Like I consider Boston, Philly, and New York very similar, you know? Very similar, you know, yes. Italian tradition, Italian. We all have in Italy. Uh, yeah, you know, and I'm sure part. there's a lot of great bakeries there that make Italian, lots of Italian. Oh, yeah, there's a fa famous bakery in the North. There's two famous ones that have been around for many, many years, and they're, like, uh -huh. they're unbelievable. It's called the Modern Pastry. Right. The other one's called Mike's Pastry. Uh huh. Mike's Pastry is kind of more famous because uh, the presidents have visited there. Past presidents. Clinton oh yeah, went. right. The pope. The pope actually went in there. The pope. Wow! Wow! Yeah, we have one in in South Philly too, in Philadelphia that the pope was at also, and I think Luciana Pavarotti, and you know. But so, what's their 
Like, is there any specialty there you know of, especially? I'm sure they have cannoli, cannoli, right? Yeah, the Mike's Pastry is famous for the lobster tails. It's, oh, a, it's a lobster tail puff pastry type thing, you know. Oh, yeah. Three different types of creams in there. It's really, oh, really geez. good. And the cannolis, uh, modern pastry is famous for their cannolis. They seem to win a lot of awards every year, like, you know. Oh. Yeah. And people come from all over. We go in, like, if you go into North then today, right like around one o'clock, there'll be a line in Mike's Pastry and there'll be a line at the Modern Pastry, which is diagonally across the street from each other. Oh, they are. Wow. It sounds like, does Mike's Pastry also have sweet things or is it more salted things? Because you said they have lobster. Mike's Pastry, do they have sweet like pastries also? Yeah, they have all like they call banana boats. Like they have cannolis, uh, they have patagini. Uh huh. Oh, know. so they do have a whole lot of pastries yeah, too. Both, wow. They both make they both make a lot of ricotta pies. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. Ricotta pies are big seller, and uh, it's uh, very delicious. They have they also have now the modern pastry had upgraded their place and they put like a coffee shop in there too. Oh, so that's great! Sit, so you can sit and enjoy your pastry you and cappuccino and you know espresso. And you can have like a piece of pastry. Yeah, you know? a piece of pastry with your cappuccino or espresso. Like that's pastry, always, they have a small section of little table to have coffee as well. Oh, that's great. That's really nice. So you can stop and do that. So, Frankie, I know you're going to share with us. Um, and this is from his book called The Good Life. And we're going to have a copy of it on my website the Maria Liberati show.com and MariaLiberati.com. But he's going to share with us his recipe for chicken cacciatore. It's from his book, The Good Life. And it's, I think it's a great recipe to do for the holidays. Don't you, Frankie? Oh, it's a great recipe. Yeah. It's a very old fashioned type dish. It's old school. Right. But, you yes. know, people, it's delicious because when you have that, you have a nice crusty Italian bread with it and a glass of red wine, maybe, you know, yeah. and, it's, and it's all like, you know, you know, this is we. I use all the chicken breast. I used to use the white meat. I know right. when I was my, my mother threw in the bones and everything, and that was the original way with the you know with right. the legs and breast and thighs, yeah. everything. But I make mine like uh, boneless because I think I feel it's uh, we like the white meat better and and uh, right. and also it's like I think it's safer. <laughs> yes, know, well, I think you know yeah. way back they used to just use all the chicken because they didn't really have money and. You know, people generally just use all the parts of the chicken. Now, you know, they didn't just get the chicken breast, but you're right. It It, it is. It is. So, uh, but yeah, so tell us your recipe. Tell us how we're making this chicken cacciatore. And, you know, for me, because I'm vegetarian, I do get the, you can also use like a fake, they do have fake chicken. And you can also use a fake chicken. Do the same thing Frankie's saying, but just get like a, a you know tempeh or soy based chicken. There's lots of chicken substitutes mm -hmm. out there, and do the same thing he's saying, and you can substitute the chicken if you want to do that. But anyway, go I ahead. Start, what I do is like a lot of friends who don't eat meat either, but they they do eat fish, right? For some reason. So they, what, yes. so I tell, they use shrimp. Uh huh. You know? Oh, that's good. Yeah, if you eat, and I do eat shrimp, so that's a good idea. You can use shrimp instead if you want to. Yes. You can you can use the same thing for vegan dishes and all the uh, substitute chickens they have. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you can buy that at Whole Foods and uh, Wegmans. They sell all that stuff. Yeah, they know? sell a lot of that in a lot of places. Yes, yes. All right. All right so, so tell us, this is Frankie's chicken cacciatore. Yes. I'll, I'll go. I'll give you the. I'll give you the ingredients first. Then I'll then I'll tell you how to prepare it. Okay. Yes. Uh huh. 
That sound good? Yes. Yeah, okay, so you get, you get a lasagna pan, you coat it with, with olive oil, then you spread down. I, I use chicken breast. So you get two pounds of chicken breast, and you layer them down in the lasagna pan. Uh -huh. Then you use a, a quarter of a cup of olive oil. Uh -huh. Then I get one pound of fresh mushrooms. Uh -huh. I chop them up, cut them up. One large onion chopped. Uh -huh. Two large bell peppers, one red and one green. Mm -hmm. I use two 28-ounce cans of kitchen-ready tomatoes, mm -hmm. one teaspoon of salt, one tablespoon of ground black pepper, one tablespoon of garlic powder, and a quarter of a teaspoon of crushed red pepper flakes, optional for the hot pepper. Now, in a large lasagna pan coated with olive oil, you place the chicken breast in a lasagna pan, you add a cup of olive oil, and when it's hot, you add your mushrooms. This is how you make the sauce, okay? Mm -hmm. So if you make the sauce, you're going you're gonna to coat the coat the pot with the olive oil, and then you place in your, your uh, cut up mushrooms, your onions, and all your peppers. Mm -hmm. About three to four minutes, and then you constantly keep turning about for about 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Then you get add your salt, pepper, and garlic powder. Mm -hmm. You cook all that. And, and when all, all the chicken is layered down in the lasagna pan, you pour all that sauce all over it. You cover it, and you bake it for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Then you take it off. The reason why I bake is because when I serve it on a dish, everybody uh -huh. gets a big chunk of, of chicken instead of Oh, yeah. It looks like... Uh, it's almost like having a chicken palm, like a whole cutlet. Yes. And then you ladle all your sauce all over it. And it's, it's very delicious. It's, like old, old school dish. it's really good. Sounds yummy. Oh, that sounds yummy. And I love it because it's easy to make. It uses all yeah. it uses all good ingredients that are good for you. And uh, but it's it's really easy to make. So yes. so um they're telling me we've got about eight more minutes left before Zoom okay. cuts us off. So um, Frankie, tell us so people can find your book, The Good Life. Can they find that online still on Amazon? Yeah, if you go to that's it's called the Boston Gift Shop. It's, okay. it's located in the North End, and, uh -huh. and uh, they sell the book there. I used okay. to have it at Barnes and Noble, but I just changed over to the local store. Okay. Because uh, a lot of people in the neighborhood can walk in and buy it, you know. Exactly, and, uh, and it makes a nice gift if you do visit Boston. Just go to the Boston Gift Shop. And the series, The yeah. Picture Makers, how to tell people where to find that? The yeah, The Boston Gift Shop is uh, located at North Square in Boston, right next to the Paul Revere House. Right, right. But and, The Pizza Makers, too. Where can people oh, find makers, that online? Yeah, you, go to, you go to Pizza Makers, P-I-Z-Z-E-R, makers.com on Facebook or YouTube, and you can watch every episode. We did about 14 episodes. Oh, wow. Well. Uh, you can watch if you go to YouTube, you can watch each one. Each yeah. episode is about 10 12 minutes, you know. Yeah, so yeah, and if you, yeah. And I was gonna say, people can search you out on the IMDb and see all the movies you've been in, too. If they want to see some of the good yeah, movies, you've, you've yeah, done you a lot. IMDb.com forward slash Frankie and Bagamo, and you'll see all the movies I was in. And yeah, that he's been exactly. You know, like, you'll, you'll some pictures like with the proposal with I'm um, with Sandra Bullock, uh, Adam Sandler, Grown Ups, all those different movies, you know. Ex exactly, Pink, exactly. Pink, exactly. I'm in a lot of that, yeah. And now uh, that's we're just keeping busy with that, and uh, we're having a lot of fun. That's and, uh, great. I wish you all you guys a very happy holiday season. Yeah, I was going to say Bon Natale to you and everyone in Boston, also. And yeah. thanks so much for being here and sharing all that with us. And yes, I will put that recipe 
up on my yeah, website, the MariaLiberati Show.com and Maria Liberati. And it's probably going to be on my Facebook and um, Twitter accounts too. So thanks for listening. Well, this was and a lot of fun. Again. Yes, it, it, it always is. So we're going to do it next year too. Thanks again. Oh, definitely, yeah. All Thank right. You Thanks for listening to the Maria Liberati Show and joining in. And thanks to my producer, Britton Roselle, and this week's special guest, Frankie Imbergamo, actor, author, and expert on Boston's North End. And as always, uh, you can find me on Facebook at Chef Maria Liberati, on Twitter at Maria Liberati, on Instagram at Maria Liberati, my Roku channel, The Basic Art of Italian Cooking by Maria Liberati, my Vimeo channel, The Maria Liberati channel, on YouTube as well, and my blog and website at marialiberati.com, the podcast website at the Maria Liberati Show.com. My latest book, The Basic Art of Italian Cooking Diaries Seasons, it makes a great gift for Christmas. You can find that online. And the book that's become a tradition in many households for the Christmas season is The Basic Art of Italian Cooking Holidays and Special Occasions. That's the one that I won the Gourmand World Award for. And as always, until next time. Oh, and one more thing I just want to remind you of the uh, dinners that I'm, the wine pairing dinners that I will be doing. I'll be doing a four course dinner plus a charcuterie board at the Ridgewood Winery in Bechtelsville, Pennsylvania on January 29th. And the next one will be a Valentine's Day themed four course wine pairing dinner on February 10th. If you'd like to sign up for those events, you can go online on eventbrite.com and sign up for the events. If you have any questions, please feel free to email us at info at marialiberati.com. And until next time, peace, love, and pasta.